Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's edition of What the Health Just Happened, where we talk about all things healthcare, the good, the bad, the up, the down, the left, the right. The introduction's always the weirdest part, right? I got to do this radio voice. No, no one wants to listen to me. Today we have Kristen Murray, right? And Nicole Ham with, who are we with? Blue Zones Project Jacksonville. Blue Zones Project Jacksonville. I've never heard of it. I'm kidding. If you live in Jacksonville and haven't heard of this project, today's the day. Right, so we're going to hear all about the project, who they're working with, what they're doing in the community. I'm pretty excited. Thank you for joining me on What the Health Just Happened. Thanks for having us. So, what are you doing? What's the project? <laughs> yeah, so Blue Zones Project Jacksonville is really focused on creating a culture and environment in our communities where the healthy choice is the easy choice, right? We don't want people to feel like they have to go across town to get amenities. Um, support um, all of their necessary resources. So what we're really doing is targeting five zip codes in our community, 32206, 32208, 32209, 32210, and 32244, um, to really do some demonstration work on how can we create some impact from an asset-based approach of what is already existing in these communities through um, through uh, under-resourced and, and under-supported communities and saying this is what we're looking at to create a change in the culture and environment so that they have the amenities and can build upon the assets so that they have the accessibility and the option to make healthier choices that ultimately have impacts on their health. How did you pick the zip codes? So we picked the zip codes through a robust... Uh, what robust we call, is a good word, by yeah, the way. I love that word. Yeah, it's a robust uh, <laughs> assessment that really looks at readiness and feasibility. Um, so we really looked at all of Jacksonville before we picked our zip codes, right? So we really did this survey of what's happening throughout the entire MSA of Jacksonville. And MSA? Metropolitan Statistical Area. Okay. I'm, I, I know it. I researched <laughs> this stuff, but okay. Go yes. ahead. Yes. Um, and so what we found were— Just kidding. I didn't know what that term was. <laughs> what we found was that there were pockets of town that um, were thriving— but still not having the most opportunity in their amenities and their natural environment. And so what does that mean, right? That was a mouthful. It means that in 32209, we have the highest density of churches. People are feeling good about their connectivity. They have strong social patterns, but they are not eating well because they are lacking in grocery amenities. Um, they are not seeing their doctors or healthcare providers because they don't have the access or the transportation. So where these really strong assets are, there was still a deficiency. And so where we looked at it is with these assets, how do we begin to build upon and maybe kind of reverse engineer some of the deficiencies so that all of these neighborhoods can continue to thrive and maybe thrive even better because they are not having to travel or hinder or limited by various um, pieces in their community. Uh, and they can really capitalize on the assets that they already have. So we talked before the show. We, we, we talked for, what, 15 minutes probably? She yeah, answered a lot of questions. But what's the history of Blue Zones Project, right? The, the areas that have the highest rate of centenarians, centennials, how do you say that term? <laughs> centenarians. Centenarians. I didn't say any, right either time. So <laughs> the gentleman who started this program, I understand you're the 76th location in the United States. So the, yes. the background, how it started and how Jacksonville was chosen and let's see where it goes from there. Yeah. Um, so Blue Zones Project was started by our founder, Dan Butner, 
um, who was a man of exploration. So he was a National Geographic explorer, and he liked to solve mysteries. And one of the mysteries is why are there these pockets of the world that are rumored to be living up until 110 years old? Um, so we, he went on a 20-year exploration of just identifying where, for one, do these populations even exist? Right, because that sounds like a myth. You're you're 106 years old. There's just no and way. And there's more than one of you. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Like there's a thriving community yeah. of 106 year olds. So one, do these communities even exist? And then two, if they do exist, what are they doing that has them living so long? Right. So Ikaria Greece um, has the highest population of men that are living into their three digits. Right. Yeah. Um, and Sardinia, Italy. In Okinawa, Japan, women are outliving men, still significantly past 100 years old. And what they are doing um, is not by design, so to speak. It's not like they are waking up every day and saying, I'm going to go pump dumbbells of, of, you know, 22 pounds each and, and hit 50 Romanian deadlifts. They had an environment and a culture where they woke up or nudged into movement every 20 minutes, where they ate what they grew um, that they spent time with each other, uh, that they really prioritized their families and loved ones. They were rooted in their faith. Um, and so all of those things that, that were consistent in these populations, uh, Dan dubbed as blue zones. And so there's nine characteristics that we call our, our, the power nine. Mm -hmm. And we really look at that model and how do we reverse engineer those nine things, moving naturally, purpose, right outlook, downshift, 80% roll, plant slant, belong, wine at five, positive pack, and then really be able to say, how do we reverse engineer that and have that exist in our immediate communities? And when I say immediate communities, I mean within 20 miles of where you live, work, play, and pray. So, so two quick questions before we go deeper into how it started, how it came to Jacksonville. What's wine at five? Are you saying like you recommend wine at five? <laughs> That's everybody's favorite. But, you know, let me throw a little caveat I'm, in there. I'm, uh, you go ahead. Go because ahead, I, I'm, I'm with you right here. We see so it. What time is it right now? It's, no, it's, almost, it's, almost, it's 5 o'clock <laughs> it somewhere. It is 5 o'clock right? somewhere. Um, but why not 5? Well, it is rooted in research of uh, one to two glasses of red wine specifically um, are good for your, your health. It's really rooted in social connectivity. Mm -hmm. So people were taking time to stop, go spend time with their family, their friends, their gal pals, their, their um, you know, besties and say... As we're socializing and spending time together, a glass of wine isn't too bad. And it's moderate, right? You don't save them all up to the weekend right. and throw back 14 tequila shots, right? Oh, you it's, can't do that? No. You, oh. you can, but you're not going to live to 100. <laughs> right. And it's, it, it is red wine specifically in the research. Um, but you'll hear us say friends at five. Right, because having that social connectivity piece, even if you're not indulging in alcohol, and we know that different religions and different preferences um, may not choose to indulge in alcohol, um, but really having that piece of time saying, this day I'm going to just talk with my friends and, and spend some time. So the the Power Nine, it's called, you just fired them off. I, I am curious, the 80% one, just selfishly, like, what's that one? Yeah, yeah, that's um, like our new favorite, favorite. actually. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really about eating till you're 80% full. Mm. Um, so I come from a military family, right? You eat everything on that plate. Ex-firefighter, I, like I eat three portions yeah. every time, three human right. portions every meal. Yeah, but the 80% rule says, I'm going to get in tune with my body and ask myself, am I hungry? Could I eat more? And having the power of the pause, that I like to call it, right? The power to of say, the pause. Yeah. You could use that in a lot of areas of life. There you go, exactly. It's gotten me out of a lot of situations, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> But you really say, okay, I maybe will take a little bit less than my traditional serving size, and I'll eat that, and I'll just take a minute. Am I hungry? Am I satisfied? Could I eat more? 
the the power nine, right? The nine big things, and we, we could probably spend at least an hour talking just about that. But but you mentioned the core four, and I, I wrote these down. So you have movement, purpose, eat wisely, and belonging. Let's hear it. Yeah. So basically, inside of the power nine, right, we break that down into four main areas. So when we talk about moving, moving naturally, Nicole talked earlier about like not being in the gym, pumping weights every day, right? But how can you stand up at your desk, do some movement while you're at work? Mm -hmm. um, how can you incorporate movement just into your daily life? It's really important when we're talking about this that we realize, to Nicole's point, people in these communities were nudged into well-being. And so how can you nudge yourself naturally every day to move? And then when we talk about belonging. Uh, That's a big one for me. Which one? Belonging. It's it's huge, right? So in, in these original uh, communities, when we were talking about belonging, we were talking about things like putting our loved ones first. Oftentimes for us, when we think about belonging and we think about work, we're, we're checking off the to-do list. But what if we really prioritized our loved ones? Um, also in these original Blue Zones communities, belonging was uh, in reference to faith-based communities. So what they found was that attending a faith-based service four times a month, whatever that faith-based service is, gave you an uh, average of seven extra years on your life. I have to find this specific study. I don't know if you've seen this. There's an article that came out in, um, I think it was the New England Journal of Medicine about loneliness mm -hmm. being as, as detrimental to health as, as smoking two packs of cigarettes a day. Absolutely. It's, it's just worse than, than any other comorbidity you can deal with. So I'm kind of obsessed with that right now. I also have young kids and I can't wait to go home and see them because I've been gone for four days. I'm in big trouble. You know, and then that <laughs> matters because part, the other part of belonging that you're talking about is this idea of a positive pack, right? The people that you surround yourself with are either going to add to or take away from your well-being. And so having this group of people that you can be a part of community with uh, in Okinawa, Japan, women were born into a friendship group like and they had these friends for their entire lives mm -hmm. they did life together so that that loneliness that you're referring to wasn't that didn't exist it's not even an option mm -mm. yep can't do it again there's a lot of stuff in here let's 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 mention this once we're gonna hit it a couple times but upcoming event what's the date what's the time yeah, so upcoming event, we're really excited. We want all of Jacksonville to come out to our kickoff on June 3rd at the Jacksonville Fairgrounds. That event is a free community well-being event. It's from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. There will be food trucks. There will be vendors. There will be cooling buses uh, from JTA because it's going to be hot. But it's an indoor and outdoor event. There will be bounce houses. Uh Farmers markets, just lots of opportunities for people to choose their own adventure when it comes to their health and well-being. Is is this to promote the Blue Zones project? Is it to kind of expose what's available? I mean, what's what's the point of it? What's a win after that event? If on Sunday you wake up and say, "Man, that was a win." Yeah, for sure. So one of the big wins for us is to get our community engaged in signing the Blue Zones Project pledge. And so that pledge is really about what you're going to do as an individual to take responsibility for your health and well-being, but also how you're going to uh, be a part of this movement for health and well-being for our community. So for us, a win looks like people uh, signing on that pledge. A win also looks like people saying, you know what, I know now that this local vendor exists that I had never heard of before. For us, that's, that's a win. What are your thoughts, Nicole? Yeah, I would absolutely agree. And, and I think more than anything... This is to say we want you as part of this work. It is not something that we do to you. It is something we do with you. Mm -hmm. um, and we want you to feel like you can be a part of that and that whatever you feel, think, engage with, are passionate about, there's space for you here. Um, and all of that matters when we talk about holistic health and well-being. 
I'll talk about sponsors in a second. So what is the team, the Blue Zones Project in Jacksonville? Like, do you have, is it a, officially an organization? You have 15 employees. You have, four, like, what is what does your team look like? And then let's go into partners. I shouldn't say sponsors, but you got a good list of, of partners here. Yeah. Um, so we are a, um, a private organization. So we do have a national team, and then we are, have autonomy as an individual project. Um, we will be a staff of about 14. Uh, we're currently at about 10. So we'll be doing another wave of hiring in the summer um, to, you know, continue this work and the lift that we're taking on. Um, and we're really focused on working through specific areas of policy, people, places, and schools. Um, so really looking at what are the built environment policies, the tobacco policies, food system policy, alcohol policy, because all of that plays a part, right, especially in a consolidated government on everyone. Um, and then we do the same thing for places. What do what are the options that our restaurants look like? Uh, what's being offered in our grocery stores? Um, you know, how are our convenience stores being leveraged or are they not even being leveraged? And how mm -hmm. do we get to create healthy choices and options, um, especially in some of those grocery store deficient communi communities um, and people, right? Everybody that's in this community, right? There's a place for you here, whether you're a faith leader, whether you are a young person, whether you are a civic leader, a social butterfly, there's a space for you here to belong, connect, um, grow. Get healthier. Get, and get healthier, yeah. right? And, I do and this thing like called healthy or not that. healthy. We're going to do that before the show's over, where I just ask you random questions, healthy or not healthy. Oh, okay. That's, I mean, again, I think this project is, I'm familiar with it. Like I said, I'm glad you're here. Blue Zones Project Jacksonville. Um, let's talk about the partnership. I'm just going to read them off. Baptist Health, never heard of them. <laughs> Brooks Rehabilitation, never heard of them. The Jacksonville Jaguars, never heard of it. United Way, who do we have? Jess, Jesse Ball DuPont Center, UF Health, Mayo Clinic, Florida Blue, Community First, and JU. Those are all current partners. So how do you build those relationships, and what are they doing as a partner of Blue Zones? Sure. Um, so they, we are a fully funded project, so they have financially contributed to ensuring that we can focus our entire five-year project. That was my next question. Yes. How is this funded? Yep. So you're going to answer that. Yes, okay. I am. <laughs> yeah, so these partners have put their money where their mouth is. Um, as far as saying that health and well-being matters in our community and we all have to come to the table um, and be in alignment with that. So they have, we are fully funded as a project over the next five years so that we can specifically focus on that work. Um, and they are providing resources and support and guidance in the way that we continue to move, right? Um, a lot of those partners that you mentioned are healthcare systems. Mm -hmm. They already work together on the community needs health assessment. How do we take all those plans and say this, this is what we're gonna do you already said you've committed to four health fairs a year and you're going to increase hypertension training and we're going to do more Narcan training, right? So how do we get to pull all of that stuff into our plan so that now we're working across the aisle instead of in silos? And then also saying, okay, Florida Blue, what are the top three claims in chronic diseases that you're seeing, right? Um, what they Jack, tell you? Uh, hypertension, uh, heart disease, and diabetes. Yeah. Not cancer? I... I'm not sure if it's on the list. I just can't say it's in the top three. I just got back from a, a conference in Philadelphia. It was all healthcare stuff. Again, a lot of it had to do with insurance, but the list they had with number two was um, a specific cancer, mm. but heart disease is number one, diabetes. They're, they're, it's always the same three yes. ones. So how do we improve those three? Right. I had a question for when I got distracted. Oh, okay. It's your fault. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so how do you find more, more partners, right? More organizations to, to buy into this, contribute? Is there, I'm assuming someone in the office, it's like, hey, we really want to work with him. Are you hammering the phones? 
Are you going to events and asking like, hey, come join our team? Yeah, well, you know, what we really are doing is saying, what are you doing and where do you think we fit? Um, so we're not trying to recreate the wheel because there's a ton of great work happening in this community. But it's saying, hey, person, partner A, you're doing A, B, C, and D. Do you think there's a space for Blue Zones to be a support? Do you think there's something we can add rocket fuel to? Is there something that we can support? Or can we just have a conversation in listening to what you're doing and how do we amplify that? So we are trying to understand and hear from where do we fit rather than trying to create something um, that that doesn't need to exist because of all the work and groundwork and foundation that's already being done in our community. Five years, it's funded. So then what, at year four, you debate, do we keep doing this? Do we put some more gasoline on this fire? Or do we shut down the shop because we did such a good job? That's exactly it. Uh, year four, we sit uh, with our, our sponsors and say, okay, this is where we are. Do we need another year or two? Um, do we need to you know, move into just certification and appreciating the work that we've already done because good work has been done. Um, do we get absolved into another agency um, to continue this work for another three to five years? Um, so it it could look like anything. Um, but to be I, determined. To be determined. But the key is everything that we do and implement should be sustainable beyond the project, right? Because like <clears throat> Kristen mentioned, this is a culture shift, essentially, for Jacksonville, that health and well-being are the top priority. Um, and we know that there's other things that, that go into pieces to that, which is why we have incredible partners like Community First to help us address financial well-being and JU to help us target and understand higher education and, and some of our, our young people and what they're going through. But it's really a key to what are the, the things that we can do that are sustainable that move the needle forward? And then how do those continue to land far beyond any one project or any one person or group or organization? Oh, man, so much. Again, I think this is incredible. I love Jacksonville. Any way to give back, contribute, and honestly get us healthier. That's everywhere, by the way. So you, you mentioned five specific zip codes. Do you eventually look to expand on those zip codes, or you're just working on one specific project in those zip codes and other projects in other zip codes? Uh, a little bit of a both and, right? So we're, <clears throat> the goal is to not alienate other zip codes. Um, but like we said, this is a data-driven approach that these specific communities um, have have significant opportunity, um, but unfortunately have been underinvested and under-resourced. Um, so we are committed to doing some demonstration projects in those communities. Um, think of it as um, cr helping create a job center um, powered by career source and goodwill to ensure workforce development, sustainability, right? Um, or, you know, doing something with community gardens and schools um, in, a, in out east in, in partnership with Lift Jackson and creating that type of impact. So we do want to demonstrate and support um, some of what uh, may be lacking in those communities. Uh, but we, we do want to ensure that everybody, because it's not just that you live in San Marco and and do things in that area. It's I live on the north side and I'm going to go to the south side for work or I live on the west side and I'm going to go to the town center for a birthday party. And you want that to sustainability of everyone being able to have the options and the choices. So it's a both and of, yes, we want to ensure that there is significant needle movement in these communities. And we want to ensure that Jacksonville at large has the opportunity to have the options of living their very best life. So we, we had a brief Teams call. It was like a month ago, a week ago. I don't know. It all blurs together. I didn't realize there's as many projects throughout the U.S. This is number 76 in the country, right? Yes. So 
did you as the executive director say, I want to do this, I'm leading the charge? Or did someone, like, how did you, who decided to start this and do it? Sure. Uh, so Baptist Health, uh, former CEO, Brett McClung, mm-hmm. um, is from Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, Fort Worth, Texas was the 74th Blue Zones community. Um, so him coming from Fort Worth said, Jacksonville seems a lot like Fort Worth, Texas. Have you guys we heard of Blue Zones? We are way cooler than Fort Worth, Texas. We Tech. are, and we're going to be by the, the way, largest I have Blue family Zones in Fort Worth, community. Texas, by the way. Yeah, but, you know, he said, you know, let's check this out. So Baptist was generous enough to um, have Blue Zones come in and do an assessment of what does this look like, and they kind of helped develop the plan, and, and then um, I was gracious enough to be hired and to be able to say, okay, I think this is what this looks like in building a team and creating impact locally. What did you do before this? Before this, I actually worked in food distribution and account management and accounting. Did that, I mean, were, were you doing that and said, man, this, this, you, you have to be passionate about this. This is not an easy project. It's not an easy project. I think a lot of my outside activities uh, were in direct alignment with this, um, ensuring that, you know, everybody was at, at the table of the future of Jacksonville, encouraging people to be healthy. I'm a registered yoga teacher. <laughs> Kristen's a registered breathwork teacher. So it's like all of these things were already natural in our own lives. Um, and so then to be able to take this, uh, you know, I went to business school for a reason, right? So I'm like, okay, I can understand operations. I can formulate a plan. I can motivate people to execute. Um, but it, it is hard work for sure. It is definitely work from, from the heart. Are you still a yoga instructor? I have no time. <laughs> I just want to know, like, what do you think of this downward dog real quick? Hold on. I'm not doing that. Right now. She's just waiting to see it. No, I'm not happening. Um, okay, we got a couple minutes here till the first commercial break. Second half, what are we going to talk about? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think, I definitely think we could spend the second half talking a little bit more about kickoff and about how the community can get involved, how they can be a part of this project. Because one of the things that we recognize is like, Blue Zones is amazing. Blue Zones project is amazing, but Blue Zones projects are amazing because of community. And so I think we can definitely spend the next half talking about how the community can get involved, how they've already been involved, okay, uh, and what looks like, what life looks like on the horizon. So, oh, we got two minutes left. This is the hardest part. So Jay holds his fingers up. I love saying this. I was like, what are you talking about on air? This is what I'm talking about. He's holding his fingers up. So we got a. Do you know any good dad jokes? Oh, so many. Let's hear one. Um, what did one mountain say to the other mountain after the earthquake? What? It wasn't my fault. <laughs> That's solid. That's good. What did the ninja order from Burger King? What? A <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm an adult child, by the way. Um, yeah, let's do this. Let's go to commercial break. That was really kind of awkward, wasn't it? Dad jokes. I love dad jokes. Oh, we still have one more minute. He's still, you still got a minute. Oh yeah. The clock's behind me. We're in a new studio. It's throwing me off. Um, yeah. Blue Zones Project, big event coming up. What is it? June 3rd, 3rd mm-hmm. from nine to two at the Jacksonville Fairgrounds. Community sponsors, engagement, um, participants and programs. I'm sure everything. Indoor, outdoor, just a giant party. All the fun. A healthy party. Yes. A That's party right. with a purpose for your well-being. I like that. Party yeah. with a purpose. Um, I got a couple things too. We'll talk about the second half, but we got Kristen Murray here. What's your role actually? I'm the marketing and engagement lead. With okay. Okay. And then of course, Nicole ham. I like saying ham jam. This is weird. My wife's going to roll her eyes at our house. Every time we have ham, I said, Hey, ham jam. <laughs> um, executive director for blue zones. Love what you're doing. We'll come back the second half and, um, keep talking about the project. What the hell just happened?
Welcome back to the second half of What the Health Just Happened. Today we have Nicole Hamm, Executive Director of the Blue Zones Project. Kristen Murray, I got Engagement and Marketing Lead. Is that your title? Correct. Okay. Um, we also, we have to correct this. I was called out in the commercial break. Jesse Ball DuPont Fund, not center. So Jesse Ball DuPont, that's a, mouth, that's a mouthful, fund. Mm-hmm. What do they do? They're one of our partner organizations. They're one of our sponsor organizations. I'm saying, what are they doing to support the project? Oh, so... They are supporting um, a lot of our policy work. Um, they have one of their employees is a, a former city attorney, and so really helping us understand the landscape of Jacksonville, what that means for policy being made and being uh, pushed and pursued. Um, but just a plethora of resource, and of course, um, they're a huge coalition builder and community resource, yeah. and, and that helps as well. A lot, of, a lot of reading. Paperwork, it sounds like. Like submitting paperwork, waiting for a response, submitting paperwork, waiting on a response. Is that the legal side? I'm not sure if that's what – that's the legal side. I'm that's not, not you're like, that. I don't – that's like me. It's like, no, I don't, that's not my role. I don't care about that. <laughs> um, I, so I wrote down this uh, project overview on the website, making our community a place where people live better, longer, with a higher quality of life. That's a pretty sweet slogan right there. Yeah. What else? What other slogans are there? I mean, I don't want to read them all out. You, you fired off that Power 9 so fast. Listen. You know, we talk a lot about living better longer. And when we talk about better, we're talking about years free of disease. You know, um, that impacts your health. That impacts your well-being. And so for us, it's really how do we how do we bring that to the community? How do we um, work in partnership with the community to transform the trajectory of all of our lives together? That's what it's about. This is work. Have either of you heard of Dr. Peter Atia? He just wrote a book called Outlive, but he talks about, so there's, he calls it, I'm, I'm going to draw a chart that no one's going to be able to see. He talks about longevity and lifespan, mm. right? So, so lifespan kind of goes this way and then you're, what's healthy too, right? You can live to be a hundred years old, but if you're a miserable hundred year old, like that's, I don't want to live to a hundred if I'm stumbling exactly. up, you know, up and down the stairs. But anyways, that's a great book, by the way, free plug to Peter Atia, who will never listen to this show. Um, <laughs> We, but to that end, one of the things that we have um, on our Instagram page at BZP Jacksonville that we invite everyone to feel free to try is our uh, vitality test. You know, it's, it's a question of how long, based on what you're doing right now, right? What is your life trajectory looking like? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we also That's have... scary. It is, but it's it's honest, and it gives you an opportunity to make an honest assessment. You know? How many questions? That uh, doesn't take any more than 10 minutes. Nope. What's Plug that again, because I'm, I'm doing that when I get home. Uh, Instagram, BZP Jacksonville. Click on our link tree, and it's the True Vitality Test. And I this got is to 89. 89? If I make some adjustments, I can get to 97. I don't know if I want to live to 97. Let's that, get really weird here. Okay, <laughs> but let's have a conversation about why. Why don't you want to live to I, 97? Look, honestly, so... Uh, I've lost two grandparents the last couple of years who were, who were the healthiest people I've ever known in my entire life. I mean, they were just incredibly healthy. Mm-hmm. The last couple of years were, were pretty, pretty tough to watch, mm-hmm. right? Because it's just not the same person. But I don't want to get depressing. I'm sorry. 
But but that's eighty nine. But yes, and first of all, thanks for sharing that with us. And also, but that speaks to we can't really imagine aging without illness, right? Yeah. And so part of this is these other places in the world, that's that's not a reality. And so for us, it's like if you, if we could tell you that you could live to ninety seven and feel just as good as you feel in this moment. Oh, sign me up. Yeah, hundred percent. And that's the difference. We so again, we, let's get real crazy here. Used to work as a firefighter. Was a registered nurse in the ER. You see all types of stuff. But what, what blew my mind is sometimes a patient would come in. They look like they're eighty years old and they're forty. Mm-hmm. And then an eighty year old would come in and they look like they're forty. Yep. Right. <laughs> um, it's just interesting. And the, I, again, the, these are the things that that affect that long term. So. Okay, so the event, what are you most excited for about the event? Just to get it over with because you've been planning it so long? No, I think the most exciting um, piece of this is that we're going to see so many people from all walks of life being in one place, choosing their own adventure. You want to deep dive into Blue Zones? Great. You want to just hang out and have some good food and listen to a DJ? Even better. Also great. You want to, you know, go hang out and, and do some shopping and support your local vendors and business owners, awesome. So you really get to choose your own adventure of what this looks like for you. And in, in layered into that are these gentle nudges of this is how Blue Zones work. Gentle nudges, I yeah. like that term. Instead of like a, a hard push, just like, come yeah, over here and listen to this. it's like, yes, oh, JSO is here. That's great. And we're going to work with JSO. It's are you really, going to lead a yoga class? That's the real question. I am not, but we do have you a should. yoga instructor to lead a class. Oh, I man. will be running around making sure that everything is okay logistically. Jay, if you took that vitality test, what do you think you'd make it to? Uh, I don't know. 80 maybe. 80? Okay. Maybe. I'm it's taking not bad. That, that means I'm halfway there. Yay. Also <laughs> say I'm, 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 def- I'm 40. I feel like today I feel like I'm 55 for sure, but I think it's just the travel. But, <laughs> yes, um, travel will do that. Okay, so that big event's coming up. What are some other big things you're excited for? Besides, I mean, the whole project, obviously, but maybe other dates, events, specific projects. Sure. Uh, so I think the most exciting piece of this is that the opportunities are endless. Um, we're looking forward to finding those opportunities and or creating them as they begin to come along. We know that we want to get people together socially and connect, and, and not just socially, but people that you probably wouldn't necessarily talk to if you weren't put into this yeah. group. We want to oh, do yeah. some some of that. And we want to help people and guide them into understanding what are your strengths that you can leverage, not just in your career, but in your life, so that you're really doing purposeful work that you're passionate about, so that you feel like you belong and you're walking in alignment with your purpose. And we want to expose people to the literature, right? Like what can you, what what literature can we give you in books, um, in in one-pagers, whatever that looks like of these are things that you can do to live longer. Here's the story of how we got here. We've got a ton of literature um, from Dan's research, but then even beyond that, how does that translate into our community? Um, And then I think more than anything, looking forward to, um, you know, having our own space that we can do some community building and coalition building. Um, We just signed a lease um, at an office location off of Main Street in Springfield. Okay. And we're really looking forward to making that space a community space that like anybody it. that wants to come and learn about Blue Zones or just sit in or have a moment to just take a break, <laughs> come in from a walk or go for a walk and come walk to our building, they can do that. Um, you talked about literature, and it, again, we're going to give some free plugs to these ones. Community First Credit Union. 
So they're going to provide financial aid, which I think is a big component of it, right? Are you smart with your money? Are you, are you saving? Are you spending it wisely on food? Um, so again, are they going to share literature that they're part of educating the community on that specific niche, sure. I guess? Yeah. So they are actually working on a, a complete financial well-being innovation um, for Blue Zones Project Jacksonville. Oh, I like it. So uh, I don't know what that looks like because they're, they're building it out. Yeah. But it, we do know from our data that, um, you know, financial stressors are a huge barrier to well-being. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's uh, it's one of those things where y- you have to have it because you have to live. <laughs> um, but then there's the part of, like you said, management. Um, there's also the part of how do you get it? Uh, how do you make more? Um, how are you strategic? Um, how do we empower each other? to talk about it more transparently even, right? To say, I am struggling with this and to be able to say, well, you can ask JEA for an extension on your bill and someone just not even know that so that it doesn't hit their credit. So there's so many things to that piece that I think are going to be incredibly valuable as they begin to pull that plan together that will be available throughout our community. And also with regards to that, you know, economic stability is one of the social determinants of health. And so when we are talking about health and well-being, you can't have a conversation without talking about that piece. You know? I, so. People tiptoe around money a lot, and it's you have to talk about it because it, it matters. This I keep talking about this. I'm just getting back in town from this conference. There was a couple interesting statistics. It's like 64% of Americans couldn't find $400 right now. If they needed $400 for an emergency, they can't do it. Mm-hmm. And then it was something like 72% of Americans have avoided health care treatments because they're nervous of the financial ramifications that come with that. That's again, that's the world that I work in, that I live in, that it infuriates me. But um, I, I think it's cool that they're tied to it. I'm sure other very, very unique organizations will partner with you and contribute. And again, hopefully I can in some capacity. Before we we recorded, right, we were talking, I feel like we had a little miniature episode before we recorded. You said something about someone asked, why don't you just open a grocery store? Mm-hmm. And you I, I tell that story. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. So one of the questions that we've you know, heard is why doesn't Blue Zones Project open a grocery store? And our answer to that is very simple, uh, because our goal is to work in partnership with community for long-term sustainable solutions, permanent and semi-permanent changes. And so the way that we do that is saying, okay, well, here is a local convenience store. Here is a local uh, grower who has fresh produce that they can offer. Uh, and making that partnership and that linkage, because that's going to outlast Blue Zones Project, which is here, you know, definitely for five years, and we'll see what happens after that. But for us, the goal is long-term sustainability for communities. I mean, imagine if you could wake up and find um, healthy, nutritious food within your zip code, and that's not the case everywhere. And so, I was going to say, what's unfortunate, I, I can, right? But there's mm-hmm. a plenty of areas that, that people just can't. Exactly. And that's what Nicole was talking about earlier, this idea of not having to go outside of your community for the things that you need. And and that's our goal with Blue Zones Project is for health and well-being to be accessible to all of these communities. So looking at other, right, you're number 76. I want to mm-hmm. make sure I said that 76, which is, which is really cool. Have, did the other ones last longer than five years? Did some of them last only a year? Like what, what are some wins in other cities that you're like, I hope we can replicate something similar to that. They're all still in existence. They all they all kept going. They all kept going because it's a culture shift. That's a shift. lot of pressure. It's a culture shift though, right? When, when you yeah. start doing little things over time that turn into habits, that turn into standards. Um, so the standard in Albert Lee, Minnesota is, yeah, we're going to make sure our employees go for a walk every day. 
or have a downshift time. And we've already implemented a downshift space and ergonomic desk. So that that's just it is what it is. That's um, what's it called? Albert. Albert Lee, Minnesota. I have these stats here. I want to read these. 49% decrease in medical claims for city workers after one year. So the city of Jacksonville that has 6,000 employees, if you can decrease their medical spend by 49%, you don't think that moves the needle? Um, 48% increase in tourism since 2012. Wouldn't it be nice to increase our tourism here in Jacksonville? And I, again, that's, that's, how, that's how serious I take health and wellness because I think that's, that's what, how healthy is your community? What do you have? The, the bike trails they're creating. Do you know Jake Gordon? He yes. actually mentioned your name. Yeah, Jake's a good guy. I'm going to try to get him on here too because he made me laugh and he wears these really cool shoes. But <laughs> some of the stuff they're doing downtown, the bike trails, I mean, th those things matter. That moves the needle. Um, some other cities here says beach cities, 25% drop in obese and overweight adults from 2010. That's a lot. of. I mean, again, you want to talk about money, saving money, decrease those numbers. So five years, all of them are still going. You think you're going to do the same thing? I know we're going to do the there same. There we go. Uh, Jacksonville's ready. Jacksonville wants a Jacksonville that they feel like they can have their optimal life. Even right now, in our current state, the desire to stay outweighs the desire to leave. What happens when we make a Jacksonville where you you have the thought of leaving doesn't even exist? Right? They're ready. We're ready. I'm on that train, by the way. I moved yeah. here in 2001, and I'm from South Florida. I'm like, I'm never leaving Jack. My parents just moved up here full time to be close to the kids. So... I agree. If you look at people moving here from other states, the state of Florida, but Jacksonville too, and you, again, I, you may agree or disagree, but I, I think we're a little bit behind Tampa, right? They've done some more development downtown, some of these projects. Orlando, which I would never live in, I think is a little ahead of us. South Florida is ahead of us, but we're, we're right there about to just, again, I think it, the bold city of the South, they use that term, but this projects like these, again, I'm passionate about. I think you two are also. Yeah, um, and we have a Southwest Florida Blue Zones community. Where's that? It's uh, It encompasses Naples, a little bit of Melbourne, and Boca. Okay. So I'm from Boca Raton. And they've been going okay. Although since the West Coast 2010, Boca I believe. No, Still eight going. years. What year is it? 2023? So whatever the eight years from 2023 is. I'm not. We're trying to do math now? Okay. <laughs> 2015. There it is. 23 <laughs> minus eight is 15. Got it. Um Again, let's one more time. When's the when's the event? In case someone just happens to hop on now, what's the event? Yeah, Blue Zones Project Jacksonville. Um, it is our kickoff event, but it's really a community well-being event. It's event. It's absolutely free. Jacksonville Fairgrounds on June third, nine a.m. to two p.m. There will be a DJ. There will be food. There will be giveaways. There will be opportunities to connect with your your local businesses and small businesses, and an opportunity to just enjoy school being out, <laughs> some fresh oh, air, yeah. um, and some really and some great opportunities to just learn a little bit more about what we're up to and how you can be involved. I heard that Nicole Ham was going to lead a yoga class. Also, <laughs> you heard totally <laughs> wrong. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Yeah. Don't do that. Actually, I heard that too. Maybe next time. <laughs> next time. There you go. That's why I said, yeah, next time. Next time. Yeah. Um, can we go back to the Power Nine? Absolutely. Who can f fire them off again? Sure. You want me to? Go ahead. Okay. So uh, you have Move Naturally, right? You have uh, Purpose, which is, you know, knowing why you get up in the morning, which is absolutely important. You have Downshifting, which is disconnecting from all of our tech and things that buzz, oh, yes. right? And really just connecting with self, connecting with others. Um, then you have eating wisely. And so underneath eating wisely is the 80% rule, eating until you're about 80% full, taking that pause. Guilty. Check, check, you know, you don't have to do it like we do for holidays. You know, just 
Oh, it's a race every meal. I'm going to eat more. Inf- no, it's, it's bad. It's and, bad. Right. And so our goal is to just listen to our bodies and see what they're telling us. That plant slant, right? So it's What's about that one? plant slant. It's about eating um, more plants, eating more plant-based uh, foods. So, you know, when people talk about Blue Zones Project, oftentimes the conversation uh, around food shifts to like, we're trying to take things away. And that's not the case at all. We're just saying, eat more vegetables, eat more plants, eat more lentils. Um, and as a part of your everyday diet, right? Uh, because what you'll find is that you feel you feel more full, and your body functions better. It's such an easy term. Oh, sorry, any more of the power nine? I think you there yeah, might I be was, one more. Uh, okay, we were, we were under we'll, eight, we'll go back to the plant slant in a second. Yeah, yeah, plant slant is really important. And then uh, wine at five or friends at five, right? That's also under uh, eating wisely. And then that last piece is, of course, that piece around belonging. And so that's belong. Uh, that is loved ones first. I, yeah, I have tiny font here. You see me trying to read this I, on here? Yeah. Look how small that is. <laughs> I don't even know what that says. Loved ones first, mm-hmm. right? And then positive pack is the last one under in that area. What does that say? Something? Right trips? tribe? Right, right tribe. tribe or positive pack. Yes. Which Which is a huge deal. I could see that from here. You cannot see that from here. <laughs> you're, you're only going to live to 80. <laughs> what, what, what's that test again, by the way? True vitality. So true vitality. Yeah, everyone needs to look at all this stuff. And there's also the true happiness test mm-hmm. as well. well. What's that? You got to laugh. You can't just say it and not elaborate <laughs> on it. So the true happiness test is uh, how, how happy are you? Um, and What'd you it's score not, on that? I'm sorry? What'd you score on that? I can't remember on that one. It's been a while, but I have a dog, so that adds to my happiness. Um, Pets give you an extra seven years on your life. Everybody go adopt a dog. Um, You know, there's just these other things because it's beyond, um, I don't want to say beyond psychological, but it's like you can be unhappy in your work, but be really happy at home. Mm -hmm. You can be really happy at home and not be happy at work. So it really takes this holistic look at happiness and then, it, again, you you examine and evaluate. Where do I need to shift? Wow, I'm I'm really not happy at work. Maybe I should look for a shift there. Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe I should go work at Blue Zones. Um, or like. By the way, know. they're hiring four employees pretty soon, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's it's a fun test to just kind of uh, get a snapshot in time. And I say a snapshot because that changes because we change. Um, a year from now, we might be our real age might be end up being ninety instead of eighty. Yeah. Right. So it's it's a snapshot in time and you take what you will with that uh, information and evaluate in a way that that fits your world and your life best. And then when you when you take these tests, too, and you 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 watch these things, you monitor these things, you can figure out where, which lever do I need to pull down. Right. Well, I need right. to turn this knob up and maybe turn this knob down a little mm-hmm. bit. OK. Um, and and go ahead. I can speak to that. You yeah. Know, part of it for me was around uh, during, you know, the pandemic. There was a lot of social isolation. Oh, it's brutal. You know, you just weren't around folks. And By so, the way, we don't, you, you know the Harry Potter books? Yeah. What's the bad guy's name? Voldemort? Voldemort. That's he what I call COVID. COVID is <laughs> the, 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 it will not be named. I'm kidding. It I comes up every single episode, but yeah. But, social isolation, go ahead. Yeah, it's super real. Like the so, social isolation that we all felt. And so for me, you know, when I take, took the happiness test, one of the things that I needed to do was improve my connectivity with friends and family. And I've done some of that work. And so I feel happier. You know, I mean, it's some of this stuff, it sounds really simple. But until you get that kickstand down moment where you can really focus on it and get a better understanding, um, it's something that it's easy to gloss over. 
you, you said something that seems really, one of my favorite lines, I say this all the time in, in this industry. It's very simple, very simple. It's not easy though. Correct. Right. And that's why these things exist and are created is to try to make it a little bit easier for person X or Y, whoever's out there and make it a little bit easier for them. So thanks for being awesome. Um, all right. You pick a topic. What haven't we talked about blue zones? Why you want to talk about? Oh, oh, so I thought you were raising your hands. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we can talk a little bit about our process up until this point. Um, so we have done a lot of listening in community. Um, and I say that proudly uh, because I'm born and raised in Jacksonville. Um, and I feel strongly that you don't get to come in my backyard and start making all these changes and telling me what to do. <laughs> um, so before we even got to that point, before we even are getting to June 3rd, is we've done a lot of we hear you and we want to listen to you and we want to see you and not just see you. We want to see your neighborhood, your community for the way that you see it, not the way that an outsider could see mm -hmm. it. Right. I can't, I can be, I'm from Brentwood, right? I can't drive by there and see it the same way because I'm not actively in that space. Mm -hmm. So we've done a lot of listening to gain insight, identify, you know, who those matriarchs and patriarchs of the community that everybody listens to are and really invite them in to be a part of this work and say, here's some of the things that we think that we can do. What are your thoughts? Will this work in your community? How will this land in your neighborhood? Who do we need to talk to? Who's missing? Who needs to sit space? at this table and have this conversation Correct. to make it work? Right. And and that is, in my opinion, the key to um, not only starting off the right way, but sustaining the work of Blue Zones Project beyond that five-year period, right? So it was come into this space while we listened to you and then we heard you. We've, we've created this document that we want to run by you. Um, and we want to hear it again and again of like, okay, that works, that sounds good, that doesn't, or so-and-so is already doing that, you should talk to them. And we keep having those conversations and continuing that work um, well into how we've gotten here. Um, and then in addition to that, um, we have really leveraged uh, what we call our sector committees of anybody that is interested in schools, interested in food systems, interested in built environment, interested in faith-based, interested in youth engagement, to come into our space and we say, we want to create a plan, work with us on how. So this is really a community-led project. I told you this time would fly by, right? You did. It's over. We're at the ends. I got like five more questions I want to ask. We're going to try to squeeze this in real quick. You look one, three, five, ten years out from now. What are some healthy or a healthy change you'd like to see in the community of Jacksonville? Which you just talked about for almost 40 minutes, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that the community will tell us. The community will say, this is what we've, we have. This is what we don't have. This is what we need more of. Um, but I think that the community will say, this feels right for us. And this is what we need more of. This is what we need less of. But in my opinion, it looks like I don't need to go across town or across a bridge or a freeway to get what I need to live well. Un unbelievable answer. Love it. So Nicole Ham, executive director for Blue Zones of Jacksonville. Kristen Murray, engagement and marketing lead for Blue Zones Jacksonville Project. Thank you so much for coming on. I hope you had fun. I had a blast. Um, hopefully you'll come back, by the way. But we're out of time. Every single time we run out of time. Thank you both for joining me. Thank that you. is what the health just happened. Hustling, 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 hustling.